Less than 24 hours after WWE NXT crowned a new champion on a pay-per-view on free television, New Year's Evil, there is the bad side of running a major wrestling promotion. Several prominent names backstage at WWE have been released, including the beloved William Regal and Road Dogg Jesse James. Is there another big shift in WWE to cut more people behind the scenes or potentially in front of the camera. We'll talk about him today. Sports Keto Wrestling with the very own, our very own. He's our very own, Bill After. Thank you. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out. Hello, everyone. I am Kev Kelm. Jose G with me over there in Florida, closer to where NXT is. Uh, Jeremy Bennett in Nebraska, if you ask it. But the legendary Bill After is with us. The man and by the way, I am taking over NXT. You wanted to know what was going on? I'm <laughs> NXT, brother. Yeah. <laughs> brother. Uh, Bill, we, we got some unfortunate news. Usually we go a little bit later. We wanted you to jump in here and join us today on this one on a Wednesday as we just learned of some pretty serious releases by WWE. Now, these are not major releases in front of the camera, but for people that follow the business day in and day out, some of these are people we do remember being on television uh, and Hall of Fame level talent here. Jose, what is the latest here? Do we have any new names that have been added to this list that just broke out uh, within the last hour? Yeah, man. So earlier today, uh, it was confirmed by Fightful Select's Sean Ross Hap. So uh, tip of the hat to good old millennial Meltzer over there, uh, confirming that Road Dog was let go by WWE, along with several other cuts. Uh, behind the scenes, among them, Road Dog Jesse James, who at one point was a producer backstage, along with some writers. There's it's a long, long list. Among them, uh, Scott Armstrong, um, I believe a couple of other writers, Ryan Katz. Um, so it's been a lot of people that's been let go today. It's quite unfortunate after we had such a great show last night at New Year's Evil. It's still the very beginning of the year. Uh, but yeah, but this kind of fits in line with what WWE is trying to do with NXT. They are evolving their product. We saw it uh, with their on-air talent, with all the wrestlers, the new faces that we see. We saw it last night with the coronation of Braun Breaker becoming the new NXT champion. And so it looks like it's not only translating on camera, but behind the scenes as well, mm -hmm. as they look to get rid of some of the black and gold uh, uh, people that were there from the bit, from the beginning and kind of transitioning now to this new nxt 2.0 era uh we already have people responding to this live and some people are pretty angry and as they are anytime these releases happen you know people saying nxt is dead i wouldn't say that they're just crying a new champion yeah. on television a yeah. yeah. little bit of a rush there uh r.i.p nxt uh this this one is here we'll do we'll do one i think this is the most by the way i want to mention one with. one thing that uh i mentioned to jose uh before we came on the air one of the big surprises to me and people are going to go like, oh, I didn't even know she was there. Is Kathy Carino, mm. Steve Carino, who still is with WWE. His sister was just hired recently, yeah. you know, within the last few months, to uh, be a trainer at NXT. And she's among the cuts. I couldn't believe that. I could not believe that. Yeah, and some and wrestlers just have been cut, too. Um, Danny Birch and uh, yeah. Timothy Thatcher were announced. Those were the latest around of... Um, of uh announcements from uh sean ross sap about uh i would say probably about a quarter 
from the top of the hour, they re- uh, they announced those. Uh, uh, Timothy Thatcher had a big run with NXT during the kind of Wednesday Night Wars period. Some people prominently thought he would be in a tough position, just kind of like then we heard there was some injury issue with him, and that's why he wasn't on television. Uh, was a big name on the independent circuit uh, coming into WWE NXT. Danny Burch, one of the big names they got from Europe when they did that first swing over there and launched the UK brand. And he was one of the few guys. They said, you know, what, we're going to bring you over stateside. Formed a really, really great tag team with Oni Lorcan, probably one of the best tag teams they ever had in NXT. And they had one of the better matches against the Undisputed Era. But just another sign of them saying, we're going with a youth movement. We're going with something different. And those were those were guys on the uh, black and gold. We haven't really seen mm-hmm. Thatcher really doesn't fit into 2.0. Uh, we haven't seen, you know, Lorcan had already been cut, uh, but Birch was working as a trainer backstage at NXT. Uh, uh, the surprising one is the guy that's been on TV. He was on TV last night. The coach for the Diamond Mine, Hatchman, has been let go as well. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't playing a super critical role uh, on, in the team. You know, he didn't. He's the many... coach, man. He was the I coach. Liked... He's told what Roderick Strong had to do in and inside the it. ring, man. I liked the I role. I loved it. Hachiman, yeah. bro. Hachiman is what I wanted to see. What Hachiman had to do, man, because if he was training Roderick Strong to be that that good in the ring, I could mm-hmm. only imagine what Hachiman could do. He, he would eventually oh, probably would have gotten physical with someone too, and it would have been kind of cool to see. Uh, it looks I... like Sean Ross Sapp is going to go live. Uh, with a report on Fightful Select before Dynamite. You know, I started that guy in the business. He is mentioned that on Sportskeeda. Oh. He used to work for me at uh, OneWrestling.com. Oh, wow. Great hand. Great yes, guy. He's, he's absolutely terrific, and I'm very proud of him. But getting back to this whole thing, some of the people that have been uh, with the WWE so long, look at Scott Armstrong, Look at um, uh, Regal. Of course, Road Dog has done everything. Everything. He's been a almost like a um, a runner for Vince McMahon. I mean, he's done everything that company has asked him to do, and uh, just to be let go like this. And William Regal as well. I mean, those are the two top names we're talking about. Um, I'm totally flabbergasted. I think you know somebody. Uh, and I were talking about an hour, an hour and a half ago uh, when we heard about this. And I don't, I don't confirm anything until I get a call and somebody says this is what's happening. It's great that Sean broke this story, and I got wind of some of the guys being let go. But until I hear it from somebody, I don't break it. But what if? Now I, I did a story uh, on Sports Keto the other day that's drawn like twenty thousand views already. What if uh, hypothetically Triple H went to AEW, but now I'm going to ask another what if. What if the route, route that they're going mm-hmm. puts Rick Steiner and some of his old uh, WCW buddies into NXT? Because look what they're doing with his son. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Steiner, and we, was, Steiner was there the other night. Yes, yeah. he was. And we reported uh, uh, on a story on this just last night on Top Story that Braun wants to get Rick and Scott involved eventually in his career. Mm-hmm. See that? No, I hadn't even read that yet, but I, I think somehow this just uh, this could turn into something with uh, maybe the Steiners involved in uh, a new version, this newer version of NXT. Very cool well, you shot. Know, we, had, we had mentioned that Braun could definitely be that pillar for that bridge to mend that burned bridge that they had in the past from the Steiner yeah. family and the McMahons. Braun can be the guy that brings them together. So that would Is be great. Is Shawn Michaels next, though? 
See, that was that's my Shawn, Ma- Shawn Michaels is still involved at this time. No, story. I know. Yes, is he next? That's my. Ooh, I, would, man, I would. He's been running the show since Triple H has been gone. I'd be very yeah. surprised if yeah, he. Be, and, and if he made the changes that they wanted on camera, uh, and delivered that concept for them, yeah, uh, I, I would. I would not. I would not think that's the case here. Well, could, could Rick Steiner fall into that spot? Who knows? It's 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 a wide open it's game at the moment. Wide <laughs> yeah, open game. What do you think? If you're, joining us, uh, if you're joining us, go ahead and subscribe to Sports Key to Wrestling, by the way. Over 24,000 subscribers on YouTube. We're very, very thankful for that. And thank you for the fans that put us in the top 100 wrestling podcasts in the United States and Great Britain on Apple. We're very, very thankful for you guys on that site. Go ahead and give us a review on whatever podcast audio app you're listening on. Bill After, once again, joining us on the show. Uh, Bill, now, Kevin, go, go Kevin, ahead. It, now, it should be noted really quick about these releases. WWE did release a statement. Uh, to Sean Ross Sapp about the releases. And I did want to read it to the viewers because I'm seeing a lot of negativity going sure. on in the in the in the in the chat. And I just kind of want to like, like want Mark you saying, guys to Vince understand. kills any company he touches. <laughs> really, that's well, that's story. you guys know that's just simply not yeah, true. Know, but the quote from WWE is saying Exactly. Exactly. But the quote does say, uh, with the continued evolution of NXT 2.0, we've decided to part ways with some of the staff based on our performance center. We thank them for their many contributions throughout the years and wish them the best. End quote. Mm -hmm. Uh, So these are all just PC staff members and some on air talent or wrestler talent as well. Uh, But again, this is this fits to what their narrative was in evolving NXT. Yeah. Uh, once one more thing going back to NXT last night, also with Rick Steiner, we were talking about very cool shot uh, from a fan in the crowd there of Tomasa Champa shaking hands yeah. with Rick Steiner after the match. I love seeing that. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Uh, and they had a hell of a match. Strong, mm-hmm. strong crowning moment mm-hmm. for uh, Braun Breaker. It, it is crazy to think that a guy who's had less than a hundred matches in his entire career, less than twenty, less than twenty, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and is coming in from the pro sports world. But has the pedigree of the business. I think they think that is the way that hardcore fans that are, that lean into NXT absolve Braun of that. Well, you were born into it, so you're born into it. You didn't get the pass there, you know. Uh, but there are some people who say like this guy hasn't earned it like somebody else has, you know. Uh, and what other changes are going to happen to that old guard? You saw the changes of the old guard. Carmelo Hayes beat Roderick Strong in a title unification match. That Great got rid match. of the title as well. Get rid of the cruiser by the championship. Way, by the way, since Kevin tweeted uh, about that match, he got featured on WWE's The Bump this morning. Yeah. So congratulations, Kevin. Yeah. A lot of people retweet me today. New Japan tweeted me the night before. WWE doing it now this is crazy. Uh, so it certainly seems like a lot more changes. Bill, what other big changes could you see coming to NXT since there's been so many already? Well, as I mentioned, yeah. maybe uh, Ron uh, admitting that he's a Steiner and uh, uh, this starts that whole new wave going. Mm-hmm. Randall Randall Jower is looking ahead here. NXT guys are going to be a focus of the Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble is coming up. NXT has been featured in the Royal Rumble. I, you've never seen an NXT guy win one. Uh, but they have commonly brought over NXT talent uh, in both the men and women's Rumble this year. I think that makes more than enough sense. With I, all think the releases Mr. I think Mr. Steiner Jr. may be one oh, of the yeah. surprise uh, people. In there. That's my new name for him. Mm. Steiner Jr. <laughs> uh, yes, Hopefully he can people... bust out the, the Steiner math. 
Uh, some people just joined us. Dalton, some are saying, sorry, I'm late. William Regal going, what the F is happening with WWE? Yes, uh, beloved William Regal released here, uh, along with Road Dog Jesse James, two prominent talents here. Uh, we just Let's just talk uh, about anyway, that game. I, I feel terribly for these guys. who They're friends of mine. I've mm-hmm. known them. I've, so you know, I've been around this business since 1970. So I've been, I feel personally horribly upset uh, about them losing their livelihoods. I don't know what mm. kind of financial issues they have or don't have, mm. but in terms of personal feelings, this is devastating. William Regal and Scott Armstrong have been in this business their whole lives. And, yeah. you know, now it's, you're fired. Yeah. Well, where do they go from here? Yeah, you, you mentioned about you jokingly mentioned about Triple H going to AEW. What do you what do you think of him maybe starting his own promotion? Because like mm. all of his body of work is just getting thrown out the door. Regal was his right hand man when NXT was born. And now man, it's it's gotta be it gotta be hard for Triple H just because everything has now changed uh, what he's built. Well, no, I, I think that uh what's gonna happen with him when he comes back, I mean that this whole thing of obviously is not a storyline, but it would work as a great storyline that he comes back and gets into the ring and says that my father-in-law has been screwing with what I created. Oh, that would. And, and oh, those are stories, right? If, if the you best do that, on, you mix that reality with the fiction. Exactly. And you, you talk about ratings and drawing numbers. That, do that, that on be, NXT. And yeah. the internet would go nuts. That's, yes, that's, that's what I'm talking about. Do that on NXT. Yeah. And Stephanie feuding. She's with her father and uh, just could turn into a whole new uh, family thing because the McMahon family and Triple H do. It's proven that they draw ratings. But can you imagine that with him coming back kicked off? Mm-hmm. It'd be fun. It'd be fun for sure. Yeah. Uh, to see you how be like, Calm down, Triple H. He just had a cardiac event. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, let's get into story number two. We have Eric. No, uh, we have this comment here. I want to get this on screen from. Nick By the way, thank you all your fans for chiming in. Thank you. Yeah, thank you guys for checking you out all here. Your questions. So. Yeah, uh, and I know we're gonna have this question. This is what I'm gonna want to ask you here in a minute as well, Bill. Nick Fun saying, "I want The Rock to buy WWE. WWE has gone stale now with all the releases, and I covered this in several videos that we just released in the past week or two. Two different ones. One that covered all the different releases talent wise for WWE, which goes farther into the backstage stuff too. There was a lot of talent like mm-hmm. in Connecticut. We just saw another wave of cuts here in NXT down in Florida. Uh, we covered that in one video. And then another video, we got into this growing hypothetical situation, more or less a conspiracy theory. Not not really. A, there's no real rumor <laughs> to this, but it's a conspiracy theory Fun. within wrestling. And, 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 and we'll, we'll address it. Things got very interesting with The Rock. Dwayne The Rock Johnson is one of the biggest movie stars in the world. The biggest star to ever transition from professional wrestling into another form of entertainment. I don't think that's a hyperbole or anything like that. Uh, he posted a picture at dinner with Nanachka Khan and Nick Khan. Nanachka Khan is the producer of his TV show, Young Rock, which is going to have another season on NBC. Uh, Rock has uh, several big movie projects coming out, including a Warner Brothers DC comic film coming out. Uh, so he's got a lot of other things he's producing himself and starring in. And he's going to own the XFL, which was clearly a deal between him and the WWE and Vince McMahon. Now you have people saying, because they, he has this friendly relationship and a long, long relationship. They were kids. They were friends when they were kids with Nick Khan. That Nick Khan's role is really just to prepare WWE for a sale, and The Rock would be involved in some party buying it. Now, that's just a conspiracy theory we addressed in the video, but I put that question to you, Bill. What What's this fan's name? 
Uh, th- this this was Nick Fun who. It doesn't matter what his name. <laughs> God, gotcha. Perfect timing. Gotcha. You gotta have that. You gotta have that timing. You know, um, again, it, this it, is hypothetical. This is hypothetical. Yeah, hypothetical. This, this actually could be something for me to uh, put my claws in for my next uh, sports kita story. But what if The Rock bought WWE? And these are all little pieces of things happening because he's got his own way that he's going to want to see these things done. Is that possible because of his relationship with Nick Khan? Sure. I wouldn't mm-hmm. rule that out. But this there's enough, there's enough equity. There's enough equity there to purchase it. Yeah. There, there, this, this, this isn't a cheap purchase. This no. Is- no and, and when you, when you think about that, they've already kind of sold, you know, uh, um, uh, the network, which I miss so much by the way, because you can't go to Peacock and rewatch the show right after the show is on. I know. There's no instant replay or anything. There's a lot of things about the network I really miss. But, you know, that product is up on Peacock at this point. We don't know what's – maybe they're looking to take NXT because maybe they have an interested buyer in NXT who doesn't want it running this particular – I'm saying company. WWE as a whole. Yeah, but – no, I am too. But no, I'm sorry. maybe yeah. little pieces. Maybe The Rock is interested in NXT. Or just a piece of it, yeah. Uh, it's it's worth a piece you know, of the rock. A piece of the rock. <laughs> Welcome. You said. Uh, th- this lays into another story that you had uh, that kind of makes some of this somewhat real now for the first time in a long time. We've heard these rumors: oh, WWE's going to sell because they're releasing all this talent, and that's been a widespread thing the last year and a half that people yeah. say, but there's no mm-hmm. discernible real information Correct. saying that's the case. We've had Dutch Mantel saying he thinks that's a thing. Uh, and now we're talking to you about Bill and you said there, Oh, well maybe rock just wants a piece of it. Here. Oh, hold on. So uh, this oh, might there, be the rock. It's there, the rock. <laughs> the, rock the rock's calling you. He wants Who's calling you, Bill. He was calling you hotline he hotline with Bill. He wants no, Bill in. He wants Bill. It doesn't in matter who's calling you. Well, rock. No, I, yes, I did promise not to tell. Okay, no, I won't. Oh, Bill, <laughs> Bill, we could have broke the news here. Bill, if you had the scoop, come on, we would have finally had one over Sean Ross. No, no, I have, I have guys. to call Sean Ross. Speaking of scoops, speaking of scoops, it sounds like that article is dropping soon. I will keep my eye out on it and we will see what he has to say. Uh, he's going to have some backstage information regarding those releases. Sounds like it's going to drop pretty soon. Okay. So uh, this leads I to- am paying attention, but I need to text this uh, The Rock back. Oh, go ahead. Go, go ahead and text call. The Rock and see if he actually responds. What a, what a day. Bill, I, 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 want, I, want, I want 51%. Former WWE writer. <laughs> Former WWE writer uh, and producer and a, and a successful entertainer in his own right, Freddie Prince Jr., who served for some time in WWE behind the scenes, uh, went on the record recently, and he's been open about talking about his dealings with WWE, saying that when he was there, that they were talking to Fox Television. Obviously, there was a deal that was made worth a lot of money, a billion dollars, to get SmackDown on Fox on Friday nights. And that's proved, even through the pandemic, to be a fairly successful deal for WWE and, and for Fox as well. So uh, the deal, though, what may have gone even further with WWE possibly putting the entire company on the table, moving the entire product over to Fox television. Now, it's worth noting, reading this quote doesn't mean the entire company could have been sold, but was Prince really emphasizing the entire television product where WWE would be all in with one network instead of now with two where they have their uh, working deal with uh, NBC Universal, where they have Raw and they have NXT, are we talking and, about and they also or... have Peacock on that. So I mean, are a lot talking... more money on that. Are we talking about Fox or Fox uh, Sports? 
Fox Network, the Fox yeah. Network. So this, it isn't clear the time frame of when he's referring to this could have been any time within the last four or five years because that Fox deal was in the works for a it long was prior long. it looks like it was prior till nick khan got hired because he was talking about he was talking to the uh chief operating officer that was interviewing uh, or the guy that was interviewing to be their coo before nick khan got hired so it was just prior to nick khan's hiring what's amazing here is everyone knows the relationship between uh vince mcmahon and his family and donald trump mm-hmm. and fox tv is a huge supporter of donald trump so I'm well, wondering. that's more of a Rupert Murdoch thing and not so much a, a Fox Network thing. That's, you know, that's more of a Rupert Murdoch pu- pulling the strings over there. Right. But mm-hmm. true, uh, true. but you are absolutely right about Vince McMahon and the Trump family. So I think, uh, you know, I th- can it happen? I think that that's a very high possibility. Well, I mean, we- they're producing the highest viewed show for them on a Friday night. But is it drawing the ratings that they they had that expected? that Fox wanted out of it? Were they Correct. expecting well, more? That's from another it? thing. Yeah, Correct. I mean, it's worth noting. You know, people uh, de- deride wrestling not being what it once was, but I think everyone needs to get out of the wrestling bubble. And Bill, I think you understand this to a degree. A show that scores uh, a two point two is the equivalent of an eight point five two mm-hmm. twenty years ago, of and I, I think it's very very hard for people to factor in. Um, you know, that that is a very good rating on network television right now by today's standards. It also scores very high in its demographic uh, and, and also has a very diverse audience. Uh, so when you have that, that, that tends to be appealing. Uh, there There is, though, worth noting, there isn't a, a big commercial buy on that show. You see a lot of integration on SmackDown. Then you do constant mentions of progressive auto insurance and other different products kind of interplays with other things that are on the network, but it still performs fairly well. Now, sure. is it a show that, uh, you know, a TV buyer is going to want to spend a billion dollars on? Is this company still going to come in and spend Disney level money like they did to buy, uh, you know, buy out uh, Marvel and have that as a property? Uh, it definitely seems like a major media company would be the company that would want to come in and buy this. Uh, and and own this thing outright because there's a ton of IP. There's a lot of other things there that they can do that WWE themselves aren't doing. Theme parks, they've explored it. All right, they've explored all these other licensing things. But you know, WWE I think could continue on on its own and continue to do these same type oh, of yeah, partner deals. Yeah, but remember all the years back in the days of Saturday Night Main Event where people were saying Ebersol and NBC were going to buy WWE. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. That makes more sense, though. For me, it makes more sense for NBC Universal to I purchase agree. WWE than Fox because that way you have everything under one platform. I agree. SmackDown, 100%. Raw, uh, uh, Premier Live Events. They're not called pay per view anymore, they're called <laughs> Premier Live Events. Everything under one umbrella. I think that makes the most sense. Uh, I don't know why NBC hasn't bought them straight up a long time ago. I think this that's what it should have been done. I want to clarify this stuff. It's saying most of Fox stuff is owned by Disney. Let me be clear on that. Disney purchased a massive, massive, massive purchase of 21st Century Fox Studios. So they bought yeah. the rights to content. A lot of the content still airs on Fox Network Television. Okay, mm-hmm. and Fox still has the television rights to air it, not stream it in different ways. So the streaming rights may change to some of these shows in the future. Uh, but they own a lot of stuff, including like Family Guy. That's how they own The Simpsons and stuff like that. But they, mm-hmm. there's certain things with those rights, even in owning it, that they don't get to do. Those standing deals. And the same way that Disney owns The Simpsons, but 
NBC Universal down the road in in Orlando has a Simpsons uh, exhibit. They have a mm-hmm. huge Simpsons attraction. So those deals have different variations yeah, to them. Right, right. Yeah. So uh, it's worth noting, you know, uh, everyone's saying Vince is getting older. So this is why he would sell the company right now. I get where those things on the surface are said, uh, but it would be a huge, huge thing here. A massive, massive thing. I do think the most prominent seller, Bill, you're, you're right, would be NBC. They've been doing business with WWE for such a long Forever. time. Absolutely. And, and they're already so more in bed with this company than Fox mm-hmm. even is, even though Fox has the most watched wrestling show. This is NBC Universal, which has had Raw. They've had, they've had, uh, they've had. I mean, NBC. this is a thirty-year-plus relationship that this television network has with this company. So Absolutely. it doesn't make sense to me why they haven't bought it straight up yet. If this conversation has come up, but it's worth and, noting and with NBC. Fox. NBC also owns A and E, don't they? Uh, no, I, that's I believe that may be a Fox I, property. I'm not. I'm not certain. No, because they have the biographies generally on that. Um, mm-hmm. I thought that was. Can somebody Google that real? Quick? I think that's A&E, a Viacom. Yeah, maybe a Viacom, Viacom deal. So Viacom is part of NBC. Yeah, and WWE did those biography series right. with them in the last so, year, and exactly. they've done stuff with Netflix. So they're not bound to one partner. Right. But if they're gonna go, if they're gonna go well, all in for real money, we're talking about you know a UFC level purchase. This is gonna be something that's in the billions. WWE is not gonna be valued at less. I would say valued less than three to four billion dollars in terms of what you can purchase and what you have the rights to, and also that back catalog. This back catalog is what's keeping people there. And then you have the premiere events and all these different things here. Um, so it's pretty crazy to, to talk about this and that somebody's on the record sort of saying, that, oh, the whole thing was on the table. So that, that's kind of crazy. To, that's to really what they, they need to do. In my opinion, if they're looking to get rid of all the properties, and there's some, it's so intricate how, how this would have to be worked out, but I think if the whole package needs to go to someone like NBC and then you hire people like Stephanie and Paul and the executives at that company to run the wrestling department, the, the sports, pardon me, the sports entertainment product. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, w- would it still be called sports entertainment if somebody else for it? <laughs> I'm called a pro wrestler. No, no, yeah. be, right. Because I, I think that uh, if a company bought that, they would still for the public, they'd call it wrestling. Sure. I really yeah. do. I really do. By the way, that's why Vince, People are telling me that they're having trouble hearing Vince McMahon on these uh, skits that he's uh, uh, doing currently. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's from him yelling out about 100 times every two months, you're fired! You're, yeah. you're fired! Okay. Even more so in the last six months. Well, he's yeah, done it over 100 times lately. The Austin so. Theory things, <laughs> you can barely hear him anymore um, because his voice is gone. Uh, casual talk texting and saying rock buying WWE would be the best thing for the company considering how big of a name he is it would be a massive amount of PR for WWE yeah but he's also the rock is still a pro you know he grew up in wrestling yeah you know his and grandmother was a promoter, yeah. his, his mother was in the business his father Rocky Johnson he's still a fan he, go I check go, go check out WrestleBinge that's our that's our listicle channel where we do these kind of like tighter produced videos yeah uh and on that i go into this and and we lay out all the numbers and the evaluations and other things like that i do think a major media company would have to be involved in the deal even if rock hypothetically is talking about like people would be i think a major media company would still have to be a part of the deal it's worth noting when he bought the xfl it wasn't just him he came in with an investment group to do Mm -hmm. it uh it wasn't just him by himself uh, if if a if an NBC comes along and says yeah we want to buy the WWE and buy the whole thing and the Rock's going to be involved 
I think they would smooth over a lot of fans, and there would be a lot of fans who would be upset about it. There's a lot of fans who would say, no, you can only do this with the McMahon. This can only be ran by them. Look where they put it, you know? Uh, but if you say The Rock's involved, then it's we're handing the company over from one wrestling family to another in one, one layer. What, what if the Jacksonville Jaguars voted? it? <laughs> <laughs> they well, have a hard enough time putting a team on the field. <laughs> so, if so, not, like, if not, do they take credit card? <laughs> do they take credit card? <laughs> Amex? Visa? Uh, let's jump into our last story here, guys. Before we head out for the night, we got Braun Breaker with some backstage news uh, who had an interview immediately after his NXT title win against Tommaso Ciampa talking uh, to Fightful Select. Jeremy, what's the scoop here? What did he have to say backstage after his title victory? Uh, just hours after his win, he talked to uh, Fightful and said that he knew he was debuting on NXT 2.0 the day before it happened. So he found out basically the day before it happened. Uh, we talked, he talked about his entrance, uh, that happened last night and, uh, was, uh, uh, didn't really get much of an advanced notice for that entrance last night and said he was a little cautious about things going wrong and maybe pulling the set down when he was doing the chains, um, Talked about his first match ever. His first match ever was actually in the fall of 2020 before he was signed to WWE. Uh, this was after he was cut. I believe he was with the Oakland Raiders, if I remember right. Mm -hmm. uh, his uh, uh, his uncle, Scott Steiner, said, just say, hey, by the way, you're wrestling. And that was how he found out uh, he was wrestling his first ever match. <laughs> Um, he told uh, Fightful that he always wanted to wrestle as soon as football was over. Mm -hmm. He actually attended an AEW show while he was in college, but they did not uh, actively recruit him. So instead, uh, Rick got involved and uh, started uh, talking to the contacts within WWE. To Man, get all elite missed the boat on somebody there. Didn't now, wait, they? Yeah, yeah, they did. Sure, they did. You said something very important. You said Rick start contacted his people at WWE. Yep. That lends more credence to my feeling that Rick is somehow going to be involved mm -hmm. in NXT. Yeah. Bill, did Rick ever work as a producer before in his career at any point? Did he Not that I know of. He may have. Rick is one of these guys, when I used to see him backstage, uh, both uh, in Bill Watts' territory and in WCW, mm -hmm. he was always hanging around, giving ideas to people and fine-tuning things so he enjoyed that process he the, loved the, it. the, the he creation loved of the it. the creation of the product before it got into the yes when he and his brother were intimidating me that's what they did one so, last thing uh, on that article as well uh broad breaker talking about uh spoke very highly about the uh, nil program that wwe is doing with uh, colle collegiate athletes and thinks that is a tremendous idea for them to do to help build the company yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, it's it's worth noting here uh, that this is this is another athlete that you got outside of WWE that you brought in that is your champion. This is not a, a guy from independent wrestling. It's worth noting as as I mentioned earlier, Braun winning the title. I think is okay with hardcore fans because he's the son of a great wrestler and he's his son. He's the nephew of of Scott Steiner and all these different things. Um, and I think that kind of cools it over. But he is in line with their vision for finding athletic talent from other things outside of wrestling doesn't mean they're not looking at independent wrestlers. They had a whole crop of independent wrestlers try out for them recently. And I've uh, said it before. He has not missed on promos in the ring. He, the whole package ever since he's debuted, he has not missed. And he's not uh, as good as he's going to be right. Yeah. Bill? It, it's natural though, for him. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely natural. It also helps that, you know, he grew up with the business. His dad is one of the most recognized tag team partners in, in, the wrestling, in the wrestling business, along with his uncle. So he grew up in the business. I think he has a keen understanding 
uh, of the psychology of what to do inside of the ring. Um, and he, dude, I think he's the one of the few stars that has quickly risen to the to the top. I mean, we're talking less than four months, and he's mm -hmm. NXT champion. Yeah. Right, so, but a lot of WWE fans don't know who he is yet. They don't watch some. A lot of WWE fans, the casual people, yeah. yeah, they really don't. So they have no, uh, they have no idea uh, who he is. By the way, I have an idea. People, somebody had said Bill should buy WWE. Why don't we set up a GoFundMe? There you go. There you go. <laughs> oh, how about this one? How about this one? I got this one. Since Veer Mahan is still coming, yeah, he, that's why he's. Buying, he's that's why he has WWE. A, that's why he hasn't came yet. He's 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 busy buying the WWE. He's, yeah, he's, he's, uh, he's putting he's putting his money I, together. I, I saw a question in the chat here. Why is he not using the Steiner name? That actually, Braun came out in an interview and said that that was his idea to go away from the Steiner name. Yeah, I think probably I would say probably so. There was less of a probably a pressure. I, I think maybe a pressure to live up to that Steiner name. Well, and that's why there's another reason is well, and I'm not joking about this because. I've never been in the ring with them, but they were known like the road warriors at times to hurt guys in the ring. They worked very, very stiff. And that Steiner's kid, does he work like his father? I'm not getting in there. <laughs> <laughs> we'll no, leave that conversation for another top story episode, yeah, Bill. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, certainly interesting. And I do think that the new year's evil show was a great show. It was, yeah. it was a really, really good show. And one of the, and it follows up, WWE's good momentum with day one, which I thought was just, uh, a fun pay-per-view. Thank, Thank you. I got so much flack on so many platforms of people who said, what were you watching? I thought the girls' match was good. I thought Every single match on that card was, was amazing. Yeah, yeah. Are you talking about day one, Bill? Yes. Or what was your favorite match in the show and why? It was both two matches. It was the, it was the main event because it was brilliant booking to put Barack Lesnar in there for sure and it was exciting because you wanted to see brock and bobby lashley <laughs> somehow get into it and you had the biggest stars in wwe right now all in the ring at the same time it just was very compelling and it was fast and it was kevin owens made a very ecw-ish yeah mm -hmm. if i can use that term i thought that was good and the people that bombed the girls match you know i think too many fans these days are watching too many fans that go online are watching these as critics. I don't sit there like a critic. I sit there and I watch a wrestling show or a sports entertainment show. We do the critic thing now. We, we, yeah, I know. When we watch but, a show, we just let ourselves. I, I had no problem with the girls' match. Yeah, I thought I thought that women's match. Yeah, I thought that women's match was second or third best on the card that night. Thank you. Yeah. Thank mm -hmm. you. Uh, you mentioned Lesnar and Lashley. That was the big storyline development here coming out of day one into Monday at Raw. We're going to get this clash of titans now, yeah. and it's going to happen a little bit sooner than we thought. I want your take on that, Bill. You've known the business for such a long time. It's okay. You were, you were there. You were, the, you were there for Andre versus Hulk. You were there for Dusty versus Flair. You've seen these mega marquee matches. Where does this match up in terms of being a marquee match that's going to happen now on the 29th down in St. Louis at the Dome at the Rumble. We're getting Lesnar versus Lashley for the title. You saw me lifting the giant brother over my head in front of six zillion people. Um, <laughs> you, you, that a six zillion? That number keeps being bigger. All right, seven zillion. <laughs> uh, that's how many next week. We'll go back to eight. Lesnar um, Lashley, what's your take on this match? Is WWE oh, doing it, it too I early? It. I've got fight fever. Let me tell you something about uh, um, both of them. They are both 
very classy athletes. First of all, Brock Lesnar has broken out where I thought he couldn't really talk. He sounded very, his voice and his character really didn't work with each other, but it's working really well what he's doing right now. Mm -hmm. Bobby Lashley comes out with the sport jacket and the, uh, the turtleneck thing. He looks like uh, a champion boxer when he comes mm -hmm. out. Both these guys make sports entertainment or pro wrestling seem 1000% legit to the, to the fan. They really do. I, I sat there um, hoping, hoping that these two guys were going to clash. So to me, it's a, it's a mega, mega main event for the fan of today. Could I compare it with uh, a Hulk or Andre or a Dusty Flair? No, there's no comparison because we're in a different era. I don't know how this match, this match might have gone over great in Jim Crockett promotions back mm -hmm. in its heyday. I don't actually it would have gone over in WWF really well back in the day because you have two super heavyweights here. And that's how even Vince McMahon Sr. booked everybody. It was it was the the, the Giants. So, yeah, I, this is very intriguing to me. And I and I don't think the match at the Rumble is going to be the last match. I think there's going to be question about this. Somehow Roman Reigns is going to get involved. I don't know how, but I think we're going to see this extend in some way out to WrestleMania. So this is just more of a precursor to what goes down in Texas. Yeah. To, to keep getting the, uh, uh, the juices flowing here. Yeah. I don't want to just see it one time. I think it's going to be an incredibly well done, uh, series of matches. All right, there we go. That'll wrap okay, us up. Do you here. not agree? I agree. No, no, I, I absolutely agree. I completely agree with you. I just don't, I don't want to go over time when I'm getting the go home signal. I got to go home. It was going like, oh, I, the old TV thing. Yes. The old yeah. TV thing. Anyway, I've got to call the rock back. <laughs> Give us a scoop, Bill. It's a wait, big wait, story. Wait, Give us an exclusive, Bill. Hold on, wait, wait. And this text from Vince, just how much do you have on your credit card? Oh, oh on yours. <laughs> Zill seven zillion. No, no, seven zillion. That's from Vince Schwartz, one of my close neighbors who's watching the show. Hey, Vince, thanks for tuning in. <laughs> uh, once again, you can follow Bill after after one wrestling and check out his content and search his page on Sports Kita. He's written some yeah. really, really great articles. Uh, an interesting one that got people talking about Hulk Hogan. Now, one about what if Triple H just went to all elite wrestling? What would he do there? So, what, what interesting scenarios. So, you can find me if you go to Sports Kita on Google. Sports Keto profile, Bill Apter. That's how you can get to the page of the stories that I've done. Bill, I'm being told you bought a team in the NBA, the uh, the Toronto Apters. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, uh, that's kind of under the table right now. I I'm sorry, that. I didn't mean I yeah. didn't mean to. So I didn't, I didn't want mean to spoil that. People that. To, get, uh, uh, to get wind of that, so it was all, it was a cash deal. All right, I, hiding hiding some money under the table. Under the table, I got pimple, some people saying I should work with Pat McAfee. I, I, let's let's get somebody to answer an email. <laughs> let's, yeah, let's we go under the table here. Hold yeah, on, exactly. Jeremy, look at this. A whole dollar, a whole dollar, just a I'm loose perfect. dollar. Let's eat out tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Bill always brings it. Jose G, you will be busy tonight after All Elite Wrestling, obviously covering this uh, crazy NXT news as well with the debrief. Absolutely. Tonight at 10.05 p.m., immediately after AEW Dynamite, which will be switching over to TBS tonight, guys. So remember, not on yeah. TNT, but on TBS. 
Uh, so Rico, El Glorioso, and myself will be breaking down everything you need to know about tonight's Dynamite and last night's New Year's Evil, 10.05 p.m. Go ahead and give me a follow also at Jose G Official underscores in between the G and the Jose and the Official on Instagram and on Twitter. Jeremy, plug your stuff. Uh, yeah, we uh, have uh, the return of Lost in the mid card uh, after a couple of months. We are still working out the details, but if we do have a delay, just follow me on the Twitter. I will uh, get you an update at JB Huskers. But in the meantime, you can catch out what we're uh, what we're all about by searching for Lost in the mid card on any podcasting app, and make sure you select the new feed, or go to YouTube and search for Lost in the mid card for the video version as well. Uh, we're going to hope to come back this week, but we're working on some details. We will be back. Uh, if we're going to go live or if we're going to record. So uh, I'll keep you updated. I'll be busy on the live comedy stage. I'll be opening up for uh, television's very own Marilyn Rice Cub. You've seen her on 24 on Fox and it's always sunny. I'll be performing with her on the 22nd in Valparaiso, Indiana at the Market Lounge. You can get your tickets. The link is up on my Twitter. Uh, and give me a follow at Kev Kellum. All that good stuff. Hear me on the radio in Springfield and Rockford every day. All my links are there as well. By uh, the way, you- somebody has to, whoever's doing the graphics has to find the number one. It's after that one. Is, that, is, that is the number I one. I know it is, but we've got, maybe you need to make the one, one bigger. You got to make the one it bigger. Looks like an, it looks like an L. And I also would like to plug people to go to um, uh, BillAfter.com for all the videos that I do for one wrestling video. And Jose, what is that? Let me pull that book from your shelf. That little that little book right there? Oh, that, that book? book? Right there? That What's book? that book right there? What, what is that book right there? That's an interesting oh, that's tomb of information. Is wrestling fixed? I didn't know it was broken. I didn't know it was broken. Oh, okay. It's still on sale. Amazon, Barnes & Noble, wherever you can get your favorite books. Thank you for letting me be part of this again. Uh, absolutely, Bill. It's, absolutely. It's it such a pleasure to to, uh, to uh, yuck it up with you and allude that we are buying the WWE on your credit cards. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Why not? We're having fun. We're having fun. If you had fun and you didn't hit a like button, what's wrong with you? Come on. You had fun. We, know, we I see the emotions, right? <laughs> Uh, and if you, if you guys are with us on the on the podcast feed, thank you so much. Go ahead and continue to subscribe. Uh, we'll have content up there every single day. And remember, when watching wrestling, you have to do the most important thing with Bill Abder. Whether or not you're making a very, very big purchase without talking to your significant other, like buying the WWE, you have to do what, gentlemen? You have follow to enjoy it. Enjoy, <laughs> yes, you have to enjoy wrestling. <laughs> I've got to yeah. go out here. I'll see you eventually at the matches. At the matches. Yeah. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out. Watch out.